Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2090, Cardio and Lifting. What exercise should be performed first? By Josh Anderson of DIYactive.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. And on Fridays, I answer your questions. You can send in a question by going to oldpodcast.com slash ask or just send an email to health at oldpodcast.com. Now, as I mentioned, it is the middle of the week, and like I do every Wednesday, I want to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratitude that makes us joyful. David Steindl Rast. All right, and with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Cardio and Lifting, What Exercise Should Be Performed First by Josh Anderson of DIYactive.com. Honestly, is exercise order a big deal? One goal of almost any beginner and seasoned fitness junkie is to burn fat. That's why you always see those fat burn charts in the cardio section of the gym and even on the machines themselves. These are the charts that show a relatively low intensity at which, proportionally, more fat is burned due to the low aerobic nature of the metabolic pathways that are used to fuel your muscle. Phew, that was a mouthful. But can we burn more fat by lifting and doing cardio in the same session if we're pinched for time? Breaking down exercise order. These days, everyone is pinched for time. It doesn't matter whether you exercise in a gym or at home, you are lucky to get two to three workouts in a week, four on a good week. Because of this, you want to make them count, which means you try to do both cardio and strength training. But does the exercise order matter? Do we burn more fat doing a specific exercise order? Dude, just tell me the best way to burn fat already. To answer these questions, we will use our body's own physiology and metabolic pathways to help us understand the best method. The best method 
will help us burn more calories and more fat while building muscle all at the same time. Let's quickly break down two metabolic pathways without getting incredibly swamped in technical jargon. The metabolic pathways. In very simple terms, our bodies use carbohydrates, fats, and proteins to make something called adenosine triphosphate, or ATP, which is our body's form of energy. However, the process by which it is made can differ. During moderate to intense exercise, our bodies use the anaerobic energy pathway, or glycolysis, to make energy. This occurs in the absence of oxygen and requires carbohydrates to quickly make ATP, with the byproduct being lactic acid. This means that you can only use this metabolic pathway so long before the lactic acid load is too much, also known as the lactate threshold, and you must cease the intensity of the exercise. You know when this is happening because your muscles will start to feel like they're on fire. On the other hand, when you're performing a low-intensity exercise with oxygen available, your body uses the aerobic metabolic pathway. This slower energy pathway can last for a longer duration and uses oxygen to convert fats, carbohydrates, or proteins to ATP, with fat being proportionally used more often for fuel. So the fat-burning zone is correct then. More on that coming. Uh, right, so this means that we should do what exactly? Strength training before cardio. If you have the time, this means that we should hit the weights before jumping on the treadmill. When you lift before you do cardio, your muscles have an adequate supply of energy in the form of carbohydrate to fuel them through their high-intensity workout. Remember, we always try to work out at a high intensity in order to ignite the afterburn effect, among other things. Another added benefit is muscle growth. When lifting, you want your muscles to be able to exert maximum force in order to help them grow. Having a full supply of energy is great for doing this. As you lift at a high intensity and build up lactic acid, your body is crushing carbs using the anaerobic metabolic pathway. A 50 to 60 minute lift session can greatly deplete your glycogen stores. Then next, it's on to cardio. So after you lift, you can jump on the treadmill for some jogging, some sprints, whatever. During this 30 to 45 minute cardio session, your body will use the remaining portion of the glycogen and force your muscles to start recruiting fat to produce energy. As Dr. Jason Karp said in an idea article, quote, if clients exercise long enough, like one and a half to two hours, their muscle carbohydrate or glycogen content and blood glucose concentration become low. This metabolic state presents a threat to the muscle survival since carbohydrates are muscles' preferred fuel. When carbohydrates are not available, the muscles are forced to rely on fat as fuel. In response to this threat, muscles learn how to use fat more effectively and over time become better fat-burning machines, end quote. What this means is that in order to maximize the effectiveness of this combination, and burn the most calories and fat while building muscle, you need to go hard for at least an hour and a half, including both your lift and cardio. Yes, this is a long time when we're pinched for time, but I didn't say it would be easy or that you can do it every day. But it is the better way to burn fat by using your body's metabolic pathways to your benefit. So, low intensity is the best for overall fat burn? No. While fat is used proportionally more during low intensity exercise, the total number of calories burned is lower 
compared to high-intensity exercise. This means that you blast through significantly more calories during high-intensity exercise, resulting in less fat. Basically, a higher percentage of fat is burned during lower-intensity exercise, but there are more total calories burned during high-intensity exercise. Plus, during high-intensity exercise, you have the ability to ignite the afterburn effect. With or without an extended cardio session after your lift, a 30 to 40 minute intense workout can definitely induce the afterburn effect. I won't go into full details here, but this process can have you burning over 700 or more from one hardcore workout. That's incredible. Wrap up. Well, I hope that summary on exercise order made a little sense to you. When it comes to strength training and cardio, and which should come first, remember to pick up the weights first, work hard, then head on over to the treadmills or wherever you're doing cardio. This will help you build more muscle, burn more calories, and hopefully blast through the fat. Just remember to ignore those fat burn zone charts you see at the gym everywhere. It's not about proportion, it's about total calories burned. You just listened to the post titled, Cardio and Lifting, What Exercise Should Be Performed First by Josh Anderson of DIYactive.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Josh is absolutely right. If you want to perform weight training and cardio on the same day, hit the weights first. Now, Hitting the weights and the treadmill during the same workout is not something I recommend for beginners. This is really best for those that have some experience with both forms of activity first. And another thing, people will often ask me, well, if I lift weights first, won't that make me too tired to do the cardio after? No. As today's author Josh explained, resistance training and cardiovascular activity use different body fuel sources. An example of where you might see your weight training mess up your cardio is if, say, someone performs a bunch of leg exercises like squats and deadlifts and then tries to go for a six-mile run immediately after. So the legs will be pretty fatigued. Instead, if you want to combine both resistance training and cardio on the same day, think about performing upper body resistance training and then going for a walk or a jog or a ride after. So then, you're not burning out your leg muscles before you do that cardio. And as a result, you won't feel that same fatigue and you'll still help your body burn more fat. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow, 
So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.